0: welcome to stage 16 here we go diving right in <laughs> not even right. waiting roberts that's the new that's the new mandate we don't even do the theme music we just go
1: yeah who needs theme music man what is this like you know <laughs> wheel of fortune come yeah. on
0: all right so a lot to cover big news harrison ford signed on to his first major television show and it's for apple tv plus you hear about this
1: I did hear about this. Yeah, that
0: is interesting. That's a big deal, man.
1: It's a big get. Um, you know, Harrison Ford. it to me. It shows he he still wants to work. You know, he's at, at seventy nine, 80, or he'll be eighty this June actually, and he still wants to work. He hasn't. You know, he hadn't done a whole lot in the last couple of years outside of film Indiana Jones, which is coming out next year. So, yeah, it just shows he wants to work, and he sees, obviously, there was a, a quality project that got his attention. It's not like that there's that much demand for movie stars at 80 years old. There's not that many roles written for them at that age. So, yeah, he, he could easily retire. What's, saying, what, what's
0: really interesting to me about it is, so, so for people who don't know, um, it's called Shrinking, and it's actually, the series is from Jason Siegel of, uh, forgetting mm-hmm. Sarah Marshall, who I worked with, um, uh, and the Ted Lasso producers, Bill Lawrence of, uh, of, scrubs and Brett Goldstein, who is a writer and a performer on Ted Lasso, um, who plays Roy Kent. So this, it's a comedy. Um, and, mm-hmm. and Ford, you know, his, his theatrical comedies, like six days, seven nights, things like that have kind of, you know, they haven't really hit, um, right. probably his his biggest one is not one where he was the lead, which is working girl back in the day. Um, but in this one, he'll play a blue collar psychiatrist who has built a successful practice over the years that he shares with his two younger uh, protégés. And um, he's recently been diagnosed in the show with Parkinson's, which is sort of forcing him to change things up as he sort of grapples with friends trying to help him and an estranged family and his sort of legacy as a, as a renowned therapist. So it's interesting to me that, that Jason Siegel is, is behind this. Um, It'll be a 10 episode series. Siegel will be a co-writer on it. Um, And uh, yeah, it's,
1: you know, Jason Siegel just did that. The Netflix movie that Andrew Kevin Walker wrote. Um,
0: Did you watch that? Uh, Is this the one where, where he's like, is he the bad guy or he's rich?
1: Yeah, well, he's like robbing a house and the owners come in, um, played by Jesse Plemons.
0: Yeah, I didn't watch it. It's on It's on my up next.
1: It's okay. It's it's an interesting little character study. The whole thing takes place over like a 24-hour period. Jesse Plemons is in it as this kind of tech guy who is being held hostage. He and his wife by Jason Siegel. But it was interesting because it was a different role for Jason Siegel. Um, He hadn't done much in recent years. You know, there's a point where he was kind of hot, you know, with bad teacher and sex tape. And I do too. I think he's a funny guy. So it's interesting that he's been very kind of off the radar for the last, I mean, almost 10 years. And then all of a sudden, he's coming back in some prestige things like this Netflix Andrew Kevin Walker thing with Jesse Plims, who just got nominated for an Oscar. And now Harrison Ford. Well, he did have,
0: didn't didn't Siegel have a, there was a series on, I want to say like AMC or something called Dispatches from Elsewhere or something like that, that he was also, I think he had also produced it and written it. But anyway, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't a buzzed about thing. This Netflix is kind of the biggest thing that he's done in a while, like you said. Ford hasn't been on screen since Call of the Wild, which was uh, 2020. And, you know, the CG dog really threw me off. I couldn't figure out why he just, don't have a real dog, but, uh, it wasn't a bad movie. It was fine. So anyway, that was really like when that broke, I was like, mm. wow, man, Harrison Ford goes to TV. That's crazy. Let's talk about, have you looked at Tokyo vice on HBO max yet?
1: No, haven't started it yet. Have you?
0: Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm three episodes in, but so I'll hold off on that to, to see what you think once you've looked at it, obviously, uh, again, for people that don't know, Tokyo vice is, Ken Watanabe, Academy Award nominee Ken Watanabe, is, is uh, the supporting role in it. It is uh, Ansel Elgort playing a young journalist who gets a job at a, at a major Japanese newspaper in Tokyo and starts sort of getting himself in hot water with the Yakuza and uh, local police officers and sort of the rules of being a journalist in Tokyo in the 90s. Well, look,
1: just tell us. Did you think? Because I thought the trailer was kind of looked flashy, but kind of flat. It just looked like something that was going to be for me kind of like a struggle to get through. Because it just looked kind of flat, kind of boring. What would just give me your very very short commentary on the first three episodes? Am I right, or, or is it? Because you seem like you're not really that excited about it.
0: Well, I would say it's it's not. You and I are both fans of Black Rain. Yeah. Um, and there are certainly whether intentional or unintentional, there, there are certainly callbacks to that film. Although the story is very different. This is a true story. Uh, the, the guy that Ansel Elgort plays a guy named Jake Adelstein wrote a book about the experience of, of, you know, living this life in the, in the nineties with the Yakuza and, and dealing with that. I'm not a big Ansel Elgort fan. I thought he was the weakest link in West side story I generally feel like he's kind of the weakest link here, which is tough when he's your lead. Yeah, I have to be somewhat generous about it because a, a good friend of mine uh, produced the series and Ken Watanabe and I go back probably a decade. And I think that overall it's, it's interesting. I don't know that Michael Mann brought anything sort of special to the pilot episode. He directed the pilot? Yeah, yeah. It's it's full of you know his like shots where the camera's like lingering right behind someone's ear and stuff like that. So yeah, he, it he does set a tone, but there's nothing you know very. I don't know. It's definitely going somewhere interesting, so I am into it and I am going to keep watching it. But it's not terribly exciting. I mean, it's 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 more of a journalist movie than an action film.
1: Yeah, that's a problem for me. I got short attention span. Hey, since you brought up Michael Mann, um, this HBO thing behind the shot. Yes, um, I the you know I, there's like six episodes, and the concept of the show is they sit down with the director and the, and and the cinematographer and the set designer, whatever, to talk about one shot that or one sequence that they did and kind of how they brought it to life. And I looked at all six. On HBO. I didn't watch them. I looked at all six and I went, none of these sequences or films look that interesting to me, but obviously Heat, Michael Mann. And I watched it. It was twenty-five minutes long, this this short, this show. And it's about, you know, it, it talks it's about a sequence, the bank robbery sequence on the streets and the shootout in downtown LA and how they did this one kind of shot.
0: Yeah, it's an amazing movie. Uh what I was what I found really interesting about this show on HBO was They talk about sort of a specific sequence or shot in the film. Really, it's a sequence, but they call it the shot, right? Um, And then they have them discuss it with a couple people who worked on the film with them. And then they get up and they sort of excuse themselves and they go, okay, now I'm going to go walk through my shot. And then they're in this sort of VR version of the sequence uh, that that comes at the end of the film. And so Michael Mann is like walking through this virtual reality version as if they've taken that sequence and made it 3d and he's actually in it. But the weird thing to me was like, I don't know, like everything kind of looked a little blocky and weird. And the faces looked a little weird of like Val. And it was almost like if you you were like, Hey, we want to do this thing where we have the directors literally walk through their own movie. And everybody was like, yeah, that's cool. Do we have the technology to do that yet? And they kind of went, uh, kind of maybe. Yeah. Uh, and then they sort of looked at it and were like, well, it looks fucked up, but whatever, let's do it anyway. Cause it's cool. Um, so for me, I was kind of like, I, I, I kind of was like, wait a minute, why can't you just you know, green screen them into the actual shot. Like, it's just weird, but, but the, the sort of 3d aspect of it was super cool. So I think like as an ongoing thing and this show is, if I'm not mistaken, it's produced by Ava DuVernay. Um, so I thought that was kind of cool. The other, the other directors that they had on there, I was, I, I I might've watched one other, um, and these are short episodes, people. Too, if you if you're gonna watch this thing, they're like thirty minutes or something. Um, I wasn't really blown away by the other guests. Let's call it on whatever this first season is. Um, but again, the idea is cool. And and anyway, that uh, yeah, that show's interesting. Um, yeah. Another another uh, news that came out this week, or actually maybe last week, uh, Netflix has made a deal with Nancy Myers. To write and direct an untitled ensemble comedy, um, Nancy Myers. For people who don't know, that.
1: I love that. And it, yeah. you know, and that's the new, yeah. And and I wonder where she's been. You know, we we watched The Holiday recently. We we watched What Women Want recently. like I really like her style of romantic comedy, and she hasn't made a film since 2015, which was The Intern. And she said, I think in 2017, 2018, like, I don't, she said something to the fact of, I don't recognize this film business anymore. And it's true because those kind of films are not made outside of streaming anymore. They're just not, you know, those, those. The well, only thing and her
0: movies were anymore. quite expensive, even for what they were.
1: Absolutely. Because they had $20 million stars in them. She probably got $10 million. I mean, yeah, you know, the, I think her budgets were probably an average of $90, 100000000 million. Studios were not making those anymore. So it, it's surprising to me it took her as long as it did to get on the Netflix bandwagon because that is 100% in their wheelhouse. Like, they're, they're, that's where the audience is, you know? So yeah. I'm excited about this.
0: Yeah, they call, it, they call her movies, like, porno for married older women, you know? Like, Well, kitchen looks perfect. I take Everybody a little bit of offense in that because apartment. I'm not a married
1: older woman. I love those. <laughs> I love her films, I have to say. I'm not a married older woman woman and i really think the style of her films are just fine i'm not a romantic kind i think a lot of them are terrible but i think her films just they they have an elevated weight to them an elevated class to them that makes them feel much more than your average you know rom-com and i'm i'm excited that
0: she's yeah no i've i've liked i even like the intern i've liked all her movies for the most part i know that people who work on them don't have a good experience (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but uh but yeah she um, wrote I'm, father
1: I, the bride i think right she wrote she father the it. bride yeah, co-wrote it with her co-wrote husband it. at the time yeah um it's complicated you know she's i can't something's name one give. of her films actually yeah something's the gotta i can't name one of her films though. the holiday the holiday we watch every december i love that film. man that was prime time camera diaz one and holy cow
0: <laughs> all right uh moving on from there Sherlock Holmes TV universe in the works at HBO max. Downey jr. Is going to produce this with Lionel rigram wigram, who was one of the executive producers on the features that they did together. Now I know you said you weren't the biggest fan of those movies. I thought the first movie was just okay. And the second one I thought was actually yeah. really cool. Um, but will, yeah. will, will you be into watching a, a Downey jr. Sort of version? I don't know if he's going to star again, but, uh, a Downey Junior. HBO Max version,
1: maybe I don't. Maybe it's not. You know, it's not high on my list. I just have never been a Sherlock fan of any 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 form of Sherlock. I mean There have been not multiple even the films. Huh? No, no, just it's just not my not my cup of tea. No.
0: Okay. Okay. Well, that's interesting. Um, also, this week, Tommy Lee Jones, Ben Foster, starring in a movie called "The Finest Kind," which is a crime drama that my old buddy Gary Foster is producing. This is a uh, this is a movie that's going to be. It's written directed by Brian Helgeland, who I think you and I both like. Yeah, actually, um, I
1: just just rewatched uh, Payback. Actually, so that's yeah, there idea. you go. I heard of that. Uh,
0: he wrote Mystic mm-hmm. River. He wrote and directed Night's Tale. Um, I think he wrote La music. Confidential. Yeah, exactly. So he's made some really great stuff. And this, uh, I'm a huge Ben Foster fan. I don't know if you are, but I think that guy is incredible. I do
1: like Ben Foster. Yeah, I've always liked Ben Foster. I've
0: not looked at, have you looked at that new thing he's in with Chris Pine yet? The contractor?
1: No, no. And the only reason I haven't is it's on it's available to rent at nineteen ninety nine, and I'm going. Mm, right, I'll wait right. for till it it's available at five ninety nine to rent, or till it goes to Paramount Plus or you know, Showtime, or because it will because it is a Paramount release. So I think it will make its way to Paramount Plus on probably within six weeks, actually. So,
0: um, <laughs> okay, in that case, I'll wait it it will. for it. I mean, that's. Too.
1: The, that's the Paramount Plus deal, as they've said, right. forty five days after. And the contractor got a very limited theatrical release and a simultaneous uh release on streaming to rent, but nineteen ninety nine for that.
0: I right wait now 50. foster also has this movie it's a it's a kind of a holocaust movie where he plays a fighter named harry haft who was in i think auschwitz barry levinson directed this movie i'm not sure it might be an hbo movie but that's also coming out and i mean yeah i'll watch anything ben foster does
1: i like ben foster hey so while we're talking about streaming michael bay's latest film ambulance totally bombed over the weekend now i didn't know that that yeah. film only had a Forty million dollar budget, which is a very mid range budget. But I have to say, I, I read the reviews, watched all the trailers. I think the film looks fun, and the reviews for it were actually the best that Bay has had since The Rock in which, a long time. I mean, look, yeah. critics don't like Bay. We know that you and I do, but not we don't like his latter work as much. But he still has a style under his own. I think ambulance is actually going to be discovered when it comes out on streaming and when it comes, you know, people to watch at home. And I think it's a film that's actually really going to catch on not having seen it just based on the reviews and based on what I've seen. And it is, you know, it's the kind of film that uh, I'm actually surprised universal who was releasing it didn't do a simultaneous release with it on Peacock because it just Jake Gyllenhaal, Is never you and I both like him. I've liked him for twenty some odd years, but at the end of the day, he's he's not a name that opens films. You know, he's just not, and he's the star of this film. Yeah, and so it's not surprising that it did as poorly as it did because it's just the kind of film that adults don't go to the theater for anymore. It's just simple as that. You know, they just don't. But I do think that it is something that will. uh, I think it's something that will catch on and i as soon as it's available to stream i can't wait to watch it i almost went to theater this week but to see it in, in but i just had ah, two and a half hours i hear it's extremely exhausting i just was like you know well, as fun what, as it is it
0: does i mean i right. yeah i like Hall. i like yaya mateen i just yeah i'm majorly crushing on asa gonzalez um, some of those drone shots, I mean, that video you sent me of how he's utilizing drones for this. I was just, they're mind blowing shots. Nobody, even people who don't like Michael Bay, they, they can't argue that he doesn't make really extraordinary looking movies. Um, and nobody yeah. blows shit up the way he does.
1: So yeah, every single car, every single thing's a bomb, you know, yeah, um,
0: exactly. It's, it's yeah, hyper so I, ridiculous, but, but they're still yeah. fun.
1: So I want to see it. Um, I really want to see it. Um, I just I don't want to go to the theater and see it. So I do think it's going to catch on. I think it is. I'll put it this way: like his last film was really not good at all, but it was perfect for Netflix. The yeah, Ryan Reynolds Six Underground. Yeah. Um. You know and that was a hundred million dollar film. This was much less because you know they they were not paying their stars near as much money as they probably paid Ryan Reynolds twenty five million dollars <laughs> to do that. Whatever. Um, but I, you know, it's, it's gonna be interesting where Bay goes forward with this because he's now had two films that were really kind of un, not very well received as far as six underground, you know, because of the streamer, nobody really knows how it did, but the reviews were terrible. Nobody liked it to the point to where Netflix squashed making a sequel. I mean, the idea is that was going to be a franchise and Netflix even yeah. publicly. Out, yeah. That film didn't really hit the mark for us. Yeah. it was so now you have ambulance. It bad movie. It's a bad film. So now you have Ambulance, which supposedly is not a bad film. It's at for Michael Bay, you know, his his style of film. score. Yeah. I, think it got an actually,
0: score. Yeah, score
1: I mean that, and that's strong, you know, but it just didn't open. So it'll be interesting to see where Bay goes going forward. I think it probably will be Netflix or will probably be Apple TV or an Amazon film, you know, the, the studios that are willing to spend you know, a hundred million dollars because they had the money to do that. and it, and it's just that's just where the future is going into is these streaming films. And because I don't see I don't see a studio you know yeah. giving Bay the money to do something unless maybe it has like a gigantic star, but I mean, you know uh, well the other they, thing is he's um, he's been making money
0: for for over a decade now, just executive producing these, you know, like the Krasinski, like the quiet place and stuff like that. Um, I actually heard on another podcast today on Matt Bellany's podcast that right at the top of the pandemic, Babe pulled up all his stakes in LA, k- shut his company doors, uh, bought a house in Miami and moved out there. So that's I mean, correct. I, Cause I,
1: I follow him on Instagram and I see <laughs> during the pandemic, during the beginning stage of the pandemic. I mean, he was quarantining in his swimming pool in this massive, massive Miami house. I'm like, yeah, that's all right. You know, that's a good way to do it, you know. <laughs> you
0: need to you need to sell that guy some real estate. Um, okay, moving like on, that. uh, because there's a bunch of other stuff. Um, have you looked at Severance, this Apple Plus series?
1: No, watched a trailer and it just didn't get didn't get me interested. I
0: don't know. I, I don't know if it's your bag, but we watched the whole first season now. It's really freaking weird, but it's so well done. And I gotta give props to my old boss, Ben Stiller. Who directed a bunch of the episodes? Um, very well designed, really trippy. I'm not sure I even understand everything at the end of season one, but it did get picked up for a second season. So a lot well, of that. look, Ben Stiller, he
1: directed did you see Escape from Dana Moore a couple years ago?
0: Yeah, it's fantastic.
1: God almighty. I mean, that was one of the best limited series things that i've seen in a long time and there's a lot of good ones out there right now like in the last couple of years the dropout just yeah what i mean you know, the limited series thing is is high quality but you and, and i were kind of um, talking and, on this
0: it, about uh, on a couple episodes ago or maybe the last episode about how you know like what the ranking is for us in terms of the streaming and i gotta say right now apple is I mean, look, they just won Best Picture. They just won themselves an Oscar. <laughs> yeah, And that wasn't a movie yeah. they produced. That was a movie they picked up after Sundance. But they also announced this well, week. Well, you know, they've they, got the
1: new Band of Brothers, um, the Band of Brothers thing that um, uh, the guy that did the last Bond film, I think, directed a lot of them. And it's yeah. about the air Yeah, Carrie yeah, naga
0: World. Hanks producing. Yeah. They also just announced this week Numi, I never know how to say her last name. Numi Rapace. Numi Rapace. Rapace. Yeah, she and Jonathan Banks from more recently uh, Better Call Saul, and prior to that, Breaking Bad. But we know him all the way back to Forty Eight Hours and Beverly Hills Cop. He and Numi are going to star in a science fiction thriller series called Constellation for Apple TV Plus. And then Tom Hiddleston, who's already busy at Disney Plus with his Loki series is doing another limited series called The White Darkness for Apple Plus. So that streamer is just lining up the stars and they're on fire.
1: Well, what you see with Apple and Amazon, you know, is that they just have they have immense amount of money. I mean, obviously, Apple has more money than most countries do. And um yeah, they can spend and that's why that's why a lot of A listers are excited because we're as a studio now. will balk, so we're not gonna give you twenty million dollars to come do this Michael Bay movie. Well you know, streamers like, absolutely we'll give you twenty million, we'll give you thirty million dollars to do but
0: Apple just premiered and I don't know if you've seen this one, but they premiered a new series called Slow Horses with Gary Oldman. Mm-hmm. Um Gary, watch a trailer for it. Yeah,
1: it looked interesting.
0: Yeah, Gary's more of a supporting player in it. Um, But it's about basically like these spies who fucked up their mission and get banished to what's called slow house or slow house. Mm -hmm. Um, And so they're all called, you know, quote unquote, slow horses. The lead guy in it is a guy named Jack Loudon. He's excellent. Um, I'm three episodes in and I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, Gary Oldman is, is the top of the line for me. So fully invested. It is not a James Bond mi5 it is a down and dirty kind of low rent disgusting (laughs) version of british spies but i'm into it it's something i've never seen before
1: yeah well good well that's one that's on my list speaking of what's on my list is this uh chris pine amazon movie that just premiered this kind of an old spy thriller have you watched that yet
0: no all the old knives and you and i talked about that on on another episode but have you watched it now
1: no it just it just premiered uh four days ago and have not had okay. a chance yet, but it is, it's on the list. Okay. Sure. Um, we did just finish the dropout, the finale of that. Um, have I you been keeping finished up yet, with that? But,
0: uh, I think I have just one episode left. It's excellent. She's great.
1: Spoiler alert at the end of, the, she just taken down, but I think that's public knowledge. Oh yeah. Yeah. Gold, yeah. A gold yeah. Gold. yeah. But it's, it's really, really well done. Um, and we just started watching on Hulu. The girl from Plainville, another limited series true story. Uh, now about this is about that, the
0: girl who convinced her boyfriend via text to kill himself. Is that right?
1: Yeah. We're, we're three episodes in and it's it's heavy. I mean it's which it's obviously it's a heavy subject, not as, I guess, entertaining as the word as uh say the dropout is. Or you know, going back to the dropout, it's interesting right now that there are three, we're watching all of them, three different Limited series on three different streamers, all about these tech companies that came out of the gate and it ended up, you know, the owner faltered or they overspent, whatever. The other ones are we worked on Apple, which we were just talking about. We Apple, crashed. That's with called Jared we crash We, we crashed. crashed. Yes. And the we and we worked. Sorry, we worked as the company that they created that crashed. So the show is called We Crash. Absolutely fantastic. And then the other show really? is on Showtime, and it is uh, it's. Uh, it's about the the who creation of Uber. And, well, that's Joseph and, uh, Gordon-Levitt, right? Joseph Gordon-Levitt, yep, and the creation of Uber and um, and the fall of him as the founder of Uber. And all three of them are very kind of similar in their style. So it's just interesting that they all have come on literally the exact same month, three different stories about three well, different upstart followed, Silicon Valley companies.
0: Those followed Inventing Anna, which was the New York sort of scammer girl. You know? Yeah. So.
1: So there's, you know, there's good quality out there. These limited series are, are, are hitting right now.
0: Yeah. Um, but Amanda Seifert in the dropout is going to win an Emmy. I mean, she's just excellent. I, I haven't so started. Well, we Crash yeah. because I have a love hate thing with Jared Leto. I'm i not do. not too. It's
1: mostly a hate thing. It's mostly a hate thing, but I have yeah. to say he's, he's great in it. And. And he is, I mean, he definitely is about every single shot of the show. Anne Hathaway is absolute, she plays his wife, and she's absolutely a secondary character to Jared Leto, who is, plays the founder of this company. But yep. it's he's really good, and the story is good, and it's, you know, a- Apple, no surprise, spent a lot of money on it. I mean, it, it looks expensive, well, and it's, it's a good I show. I have
0: Apple, so it's on my list. Um, I will look at that. Um, John Cena going to do another Amazon studio. Well, I guess not another. He did his last one was for Hulu, right? His comedy. And then he had his series on HBO That's and now cool. he's going to yeah. do an Amazon studios action movie. Um, so that was kind of a big, announcement this week also brie larson according to vin diesel is joining fast and furious 10 which i don't know why they're just not calling mm-hmm. it fast 10 or like fast 10 your seat Belt well so i think they will i mean they, they they probably will at some point <laughs>
1: they'll come up with some overly clever name for it, whatever, yeah ridiculous but, um,
0: you texted me news that netflix had finally found a director for beverly hills cop four and his name is mark yeah. malloy and my response was who and <laughs> you said yeah, exactly pretty much everybody's uh, apparently guy out of the commercial world which you know look we got david fincher out of the commercial world uh for better we got or worse, tony Michael, scott we, out of the commercial got Michael world I mean, you know there's yeah
1: yeah so maybe maybe they just have pre-discovered something that we haven't um but it is it's interesting because we you would you would just expect somebody a little more established a little more yeah whatever well they had they had the
0: the last bad boys and and then they bailed which i was gonna say when
1: they when they hired those guys to do it everybody i think said the same thing like who the fuck is this is taking over from michael bay so and bad boys 3 was a stellar film so um yeah so you know maybe they just pre maybe brockheimer brockheimer used to do that you remember i mean he used to pull back with music videos And commercials were a big thing in the 90s. That's where he pulled Simon West from. That's where he pulled, hell, Michael Bay from. That's, you know, so he would.
0: Yeah, um, that was his whole MO.
1: That was his whole MO. So maybe Bruckheimer is a producer on this, and maybe he kind of went back to the well as far as his creative style went and said, let's find a hot commercial director. So, hey, it could be awesome.
0: Yeah. I mean, look, I still think they should make my script instead of whatever they're making which nobody's talked about at the moment but uh i
1: agree 100 percent. i've i've heard i've heard the concept and i've actually you know he- he heard you read i think several a whole sequence of it of the script and um yeah i think it's awesome so you know maybe beverly Hills cop five maybe you know
0: <laughs> well they should just call <laughs> me because my idea whatever they got going on i promise you it's not written with the love for that series uh speaking of that right before we got on Uh, it was announced that Gilbert Gottfried had passed. And uh, he, of course, appeared in Beverly Hills Cop 2. And and um, one memorable scene. Yeah, had a pretty pivotal scene in that. Quite a funny scene. Um, He was also the voice of Iago in Aladdin, which a lot of kids know him from that. um, So that's quite sad. He was 67. It doesn't say what what he died of, but uh, his family said it was a long illness. So... Very sad yep. that. Um, what else do we have? Um, there were a couple other things. I think I um, y- you should definitely take a look at Slow Horses. That's a that's okay. a show that I think you're going to want to get into. Um, we did hey, mention hey, something
1: it, that dropped today: the new trail, the final trailer, actually for Stranger Things uh, season four. Did you watch that?
0: Yeah, I did watch it. It's it's a little weird.
1: <laughs> well, you know what um, it is. So I read I read an interview recently with. Um, with the, the director, showrunner, whatever, and they said this one definitely leans more into horror for us. And I totally saw that. Like it made me think, but it made me think of like Nightmare and Elm Street movies or like that sort of thing from the eighties, which I grew up on and loved those films. So I it was a little weird, but it I think it looks great. And it that definitely I can see the creature
0: it. at the end looked like Deadpool to me. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and the house, you know, the, like the house that they're—I mean, it—it just—it it, it, a lot of it looked like it was pulled yeah. from like the, the nightmare sequences of the Freddy Krueger films of the '80s, which I think was yeah. definitely an inspiration for them. And I love it. I think yeah, it, there's it a, looks there's, great. there's
0: a definitely a haunted house co- thing going on. There's a bunch of new creatures. Look like there's some like Demogorgon bats or whatever. Yeah, um, I love that cast. It's fun. I, dug the hell out of that show. You and I talked about the star mall that, you know, just make, Oh, just keep the whole show. God in Starcourt I
1: love the star mall. And it's, it's been, so the, the season three was three years ago, 2019. That was all. Yeah. So it does make me want to go back and rewatch that because it hell's three years ago. All I can remember about that was the star court mall. So yep. I do want to go back and rewatch that to kind of yep. line me up for. Season but I love, four, And three three I love years.
0: that. They have Paul Reiser again. Um, Oh, I didn't see connected. that. So I
1: didn't. I didn't see that in the trailer. Is he in it as well?
0: Yeah, he's the and guy that's you? like doing the voiceover for the whole thing, and then in the end, he, okay. he's sitting right. at a table with um with Eleven, and he goes, "If we don't have nice. you, we lose this war." Oh, um, wow. cool. And she goes, "I don't have my powers, or something like that." Like, I'm so in for that. I I, I trust in the Duffer Brothers. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm really looking yeah. forward. And the trailer was good. It was just a little weird. Uh, and I hope Hopper's in more of it than he is in the trailer uh the batman is being released on hbo max i believe in uh just a couple HBO days
1: stuck here. to their word 45 days after theatrical may That's, 18th so uh, yeah six, april eight april six 18th days from which now, is monday
0: six days from yeah, now. Yeah. so
1: i'm extremely excited about that because that was one where semi-interested in it but not enough to go sit in a three-hour film like that in a theater but 45 days later. I'm in love, love the streaming world. We're in can't <laughs> wait to watch it on HBO max next week. Yeah. And something else that just finally popped and I'm going to finally rent this week is uh, the new Spider-Man that's available to rent now. So I know you've been raving about that since December. Loved Absolutely um, loved it. Yeah. So next time we talk, I will have watched that because I will be renting that in the next couple of days.
0: Okay, cool. Um, last thing, Will Smith, the slap heard around the world. Uh, basically banned from any Academy function for 10 years for his behavior. Yeah. That sounds like Oscars. a bit of,
1: I mean, the, the, I read somewhere, some people were saying, uh, but is that really a punishment though? I mean, you know, the Oscars <laughs> seem like a big pain in the ass anyway. Well, here's um, the thing though. It, and, I,
0: and I generally agree with that. However, he didn't really get his moment in the sun. You know what I mean? Like, no,
1: no. Um, and I fully predicted that next year that, He was going to show up on stage with Chris Rock. And it, but it, the thing, and it was going to be, you know, like just a, you know, like here's a moment, me Me and Chris Rock. Yeah. um, But it got way, you know, it got way, way out of control over over the week leading after that happened. And yeah. So, yeah. And they were doing polls.
0: They were doing polls with the public. And it was actually interesting because the polls eroded for him over the next like the day after people were kind of mixed um yeah. and he even had a little bit of support and then yeah like three days out, more went on. It, it was way lower like it was 46 percent like he embarrassed himself he embarrassed the academy well the
1: news like, over the next couple of days all the new you know morning news shows whatever i mean i literally have seen the slap more than i've seen you know my dog in the last week i mean it's just like the the <laughs> they stayed over the, the media kind of kept showing it kept showing it kept showing it so yeah it didn't it it didn't help will's case especially in you know the kind of woke moment that we're in where you
0: know yeah so i mean while well, i do well i do it. think that people are correct and that like yeah. well maybe it's nice that you don't have to go to the oscars at the same time i think he would have used that Opportunity like to present next year's best actor as a, a you know, like you said, kind of either come out with rock or whatever yeah. the case may be. But I think he would have used that as an opportunity to sort of repair some of that damage, maybe and look like you know, he's he he is sorry about and it. I still,
1: and I still think that it, you know, sometime in the next 30 to 60 days at max, we will see a Gail King or Oprah Winfrey interview with him. He he has not had that. Kind of public moment, you know, breakdown, whatever. Like, but and I think that he's he's formulating how to do that probably with his wife and his publicist and whatever and trying to figure that out. And I still think we're going to see that. And I absolutely think Will Smith will be fine and will be, he will not be the Oscar for the next 10 years. But I do think Bad Boys 53. Yeah. So I, I definitely, I don't wow. think it's the end of Will Smith. I think there's people that no, know way worse No, but I mean, he
0: can be nominated. So. He just is not allowed to collect it himself or even over video, according to what they said. But well, I don't think be he's amazing but that he'll be 63 years old before he's ever allowed to attend again. That's wild.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, highest and the lowest moment of his career all in one night. Um, totally, totally out, you know, t- totally negated his Oscar. So, you know, you make, you make choices and you live with them, you know, but I, I really hope bad boys four comes out. I really hope that, you know, he comes out of it. Cause I think he ultimately is an entertaining guy. And ultimately he seems like one of the nice guys. He just had a moment and, you know, but I don't think it's a, it's a hanging offense in my opinion.
0: Yeah. Well, I guess we're going to see, I have no idea how long we're going because we're, we've had to, <laughs> a little behind the scenes. We're having some technical difficulties and we were having to break up the first part of the recording in the second. So I don't know if we're under an hour, but we might just be. So unless you have anything else, let's uh, let's call it. All right.
1: Until next week.
0: All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. If you want to get in on the conversation, we're at Stage 16 Podcast on social media. And uh, we'd love to hear from you. What What you would like to hear from us, obviously, we've got lots of back catalog stories of our own and things like that but um, and Roberts I also think we should probably in honor of uh, Mr. Bruce Willis we should do like a best of Bruce uh, episode where sure we just sort of talk through our favorite performances or our favorite sure. moments I think that would be fun
1: last Boy Scout one of my favorites
0: <laughs> yeah absolutely do, yeah, do watch I love online. that film alright everybody yeah. thanks for listening and uh, we we'll We will talk to you in a week or two or whenever the the latest news is overflowing again. Thanks for listening. That's right.
1: Thank you.